Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk Saturdays at 8 a.m. Sundays at 11 a.m. here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. Now here's your host, Jay Garvin. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs Gold and radio listeners, Jay Garvin's here, host of The Jay Garvin Show. And once again, I have got an amazing show for the 22nd of January here. I can't believe we're already to the third Saturday of the month. But The Jay Garvin Show, home and mortgage talk. Matt, my producer, we've been doing this for 10 years now, 550 shows. 10-year anniversary is actually next weekend. And today is going to be no lower level of energy, entertainment, and education than any other show. Uh, today's title with the drum roll, Matt, is the Real Estate Review for 2021. Now, I'm going to go through basically a comparative analysis because my podcast here and my video and radio show is right here in the Pikes Peak region in Colorado Springs, but we are excited. Expanding, and we always have these comparison ratings of how Colorado Springs ranks, how Denver ranks, how the state ranks. But we're going to really mix that in nationally. I'm going to review that. Then I'm going to go ahead and compare the numbers from 2020 to 2021. And then we're going to finish with some forecasts into 2022 and what you can do to make the most money and the most intelligent decisions in three different categories. One, in personally buying real estate. Number two, in investment property, because that's where I focus. And then also, just with your finances and your budgeting and your retirement and your five-year plan and things like that. So you can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457, or you can go to churchillcolorado.com. If you got your hands on the wheel or you're in the middle of a project, just remember... ChurchillColorado.com. You click on the Colorado Springs team, then you go ahead and click on my mug, Jay Garvin's, and get on my calendar or send me a message and I'll call you back. I would love to earn your business in your next purchase or refinance transaction right here in the Pikes Peak region, or in fact, I'm in 10 separate states now. And again, you can call me at 330-1457 to see where we're licensed. Now, today, the big thing that I want to cover is essentially, well, before I want to do anything, i got to crack my energy drink. My listeners expect that. That's refreshing. But more refreshing is the fact that the Pikes Peak region essentially had a 20% increase in home values across the board last year. That is simply unthinkable. 2021, the largest value increase in Colorado Springs in the history of the market, a city that was formed in the 1800s. We thought 12.4% in 2020 was an amazing record, but with the return on investment, with the increase of equity, that's exciting, but should it also give us pause? 
I tell you it does for my wife. We bought properties back in 2012 for $174,000 that are now easily $365,000. And as the owner, that's exciting to me. But my wife says, Jay, that's not exciting for the new home buyer or even the investor, so should we give pause? So I'm going to have Bill McAfee on from Empire Title to do his normal monthly economic update to actually look right at the statistics. Here's the statistics here from 2020 to 2021. These are put together by Empire Title right here in the Pikes Peak region. And Bill, he knows this market, so we're going to get a month-to-month analysis of that, and then I'm going to wrap it into an annual of what we saw in 2020, how that was different from the most recent year, 2021, and then most importantly, what can we take from that going into 2022? And this is a show that I only do once a year, every January after we have the statistics. I've got a lot of articles here to go through with you right here, like Colorado Springs, hottest market forecast again out of the top 100 markets. I'm going to go into the details of that, how we're ranked 14. This is an interesting one. It says Colorado Springs home building falls slightly in 2021. Do you think with all the COVID wokeness at Pikes Peak regional builders and everybody hiding under their desks and, you know, pretending to be covered by their masks, I'm surprised we got more than 4,000 building permits through. But I'm going to talk about that. There was still a banner year. Those are both from the Gazette. Then we have some articles here about what's going to affect the year. Folks, if you haven't heard of this, Jerome Powell, chairman of the Federal Reserve, is telling us for three years like a parrot, I'm not going to increase rates, not going to increase rates, not going to increase rates, third quarter 2023, third quarter 2023. I I prefer Janet Yellen because at least I could predict what she was saying after more than years of saying that since he came into his appointed post. All of a sudden, poof, less than 15 days ago, he's like, yeah, we're going to have to increase rates this year probably three times. One's coming as early as March. Not saying what? You just shift an entire real estate industry, a mortgage industry, affecting everybody. So I'm going to talk about what does the higher interest rates mean. And most importantly, I'm going to talk about what it means to you, how you can make intelligent decisions. And I'll tell you the bottom line up front. If my video or the radio or the tone of my voice is bugging you, you can just bug out early. Here's the bottom line. Bottom line with this year is that we've only got a limited number of months for you to get into this market if you are a first-time home buyer or a cash-strapped buyer. I'm telling you right now, I'm probably going to close the door on folks like you about December of 2023 because right now it's hard to buy a $450,000 house and that's our median price. But once you get up to $550,000 or $600,000, unless you are making more than $100,000 in combined income for your family in our particular region, or unless you've got $150,000 in the bank, these low down payment and these pocket or multiple listing system deals, MLS, are not going to be there for you. There's going to be a lot of other markets that I'll go through in other podcast radio shows and videos, but you have to have a sense of urgency. And I am not a doom and gloom guy. I am fully optimistic. I just bought another house last year in 2021 myself and sold another one. So you absolutely can attack this market. But first, let's start at the base of it, okay? Let's just take a real estate review for 2021. Compare it to 2020. 
forecast to 2022, and then just give me a call. During the break, call me at 719-330-1457. I just talked to John and Rebecca for an hour last night, and they said, I can't believe that you take your own calls. I've been doing this for 20 years, have helped 16,000 people do this, over 150 families buy real estate to the point where they're millionaire middle class and you're no different you're not so special that you couldn't do this yourself so stay tuned i'll be back right after these important messages The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Sun it ain't right. do right. Come on. Well, welcome back. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show, and I have one of my favorite guests and friends on the show comes on every single month, most knowledgeable about the Pikes Peak region, Colorado Springs, El Paso County, and real estate and title in general. I'm Jay Garvin, and you're listening to The Jay Garvin Show podcast and video, but Bill McAfee runs Empire Title with his best friend, I think, and beautiful partner, Ronnie. I call my wife girlfriend, and she gets mad at me. She goes, I am your wife. <laughs> so I don't play around with that, so I won't play around with Ronnie, but did you have a good break, my friend? Good New Year? You know, it, it was a wild time, let me just tell you that. Well, let's put it this way. We ended up in the hospital Christmas Day and spent five days there. Really? Yeah, so it was just it was a wild time. Everything's good. Yeah, we're all good. So, uh, yeah, life, I can't complain. You know, I got uh, a little scratchy on Christmas night, and then I uh, told my buddy Kenny and Julie they got to go home and there's going to be no wine. I slept. I put the kids and the wife in the car the next day. We went up to Leadville. So many kids. We took two cars. Great place. I woke up the second morning. I'm like, honey, I love you. I'm leaving you here with four kids. And I went back and had two days. They all came back, had it. But here we are. It wasn't COVID, by the way. Yeah, and mine wasn't COVID either, as always. What we're doing, Bill, you know, every single month we do the economic update, and December's numbers are exciting. We're just putting this into an overall larger show about a review of the whole year Mm -hmm. of 2021. And if you're listening right now, you can call me. If you don't hear everything that you need to hear, call me at 719-330-1457 or go to churchillcolorado.com. Click on the Colorado Springs team. Click on me. Put information. Get in my calendar. and We'll get back with you. I answer my own. But, Bill, I looked everywhere. I've done all the history. I've been with you here with the statistics for 10 years. I believe a 2020 of 18.6 in average price and 18.4 in median price is the largest increase in the calendar year that El Paso's ever had recorded. Ever. You know what, Jay, we'll talk about that because I'll be prognosticating. I've been wanting to say that for a while. That's a Uh, nice word. I do like that a lot. We'll be looking into into 22 here and some interesting things that are going on. But just to highlight real quick on on comparing, it's cool now because I've got 12 months to 12 months. So I'm comparing all of 20 to 21. So comparing average price, it was up 18.6. Now, let me show this. For the last seven straight months, we've been averaging right around $500,000, and that's 
that has been the average sales price. And, and I'm going to comment on that later because I think we are reaching somewhat of a high-water mark on that, and I'll explain later. Uh-huh. But uh, So 500000 is that number. Now, here's what's crazy. If I bought that $500,000 house in January of last year, by December 1st, the damn thing was almost worth 600000 and I didn't do anything to the house. Nothing. Over 50% of the loans in the last four years have been conventional. So you got people are going into these homes with equity anyway. And imagine then that your equity increases by about 100000 that year. So we're, we're seeing stuff we just never seen before. But I'm, I'm telling you, I, I may not be a believer in climate change overall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I am telling you, I am seeing some interesting stuff. Average medium was up 18.4, record ever. The, uh, the Here's what's, if you compare two factors against each other, the residential units sold, if I rounded them off, increased 5%. So that's a big year because we had a massive year in 20. But the most amazing thing about that is what was available to be sold went down 33%. 33% decrease in inventory. 21. No, and not inventory, the actual number of homes available for sale. I'll hit those inventory levels, which is that function of demand supply. Uh huh. But this is actually just the number of homes that was available comparing 21 to 20. We had 33% fewer homes, and we sold 5% more. Yeah. And, and here's, like, for the viewers out there, why we're seeing a price increase is very simple. It's demand and supply. Yeah. It's simply not there. But what's going to change some in 22? There's some factors coming up that are going to change that a little bit. I'm not here to say we're going to crash because I don't believe that for a second. I don't even believe we're going to have a foreclosure issue. No. Um, but there are some things I definitely want to talk about when we're going into 22. The, it cracks me up. The, the average days on listing went up to 16. Yeah, we were down to like eight days. We're like... And this is considerably less than any other metropolitan area in Colorado. Uh, you know what's weird is I just went back just for the heck of it, and I went back to uh, February of 2015 because uh, kind of, we, we had 110 days of inventory. That was 110. In front, that's, what, five years ago, six years ago? Yeah. We had you know 110. It's funny because sellers now, when you're on the market for two weeks, they're starting to panic if they don't have offers. And, you know, still, it cracks me up. The um, interest rates, and we're going to obviously talk about that as we go, interest rates are about 3.1%. Going to talk about that a lot in the predicting on what's going to happen in 22. Now, the inventory levels, which is that formula of demand and supply. Yes. And, and so to get that, and for me, those are that's always a leading indicator. When I look at that, that tells me where we're likely to go. And so and the way that I do that formula is I take the previous 12 months sales and average it out. Okay. And then I take the standing listings where we're at. So let's say we had 120 listings right now, okay. and we had averaged 10 sales a month. That would be 10 months of inventory. Now, just to let you know, in our market, we should carry about four and a half to five months of inventory, right? That's what we should. This month, we had .44 months. So in less than 15 days, <laughs> yes. every available house on the market would yep. dry up to zero unless new ones came on. And normal would be 150 days. Yeah. So listen here, <laughs> folks. When you think, because Bill and I are going to talk about the effect of interest rates. We're going to talk about the effect of trying to get Pikes Peak Regional Building and all of the building done with the limited material supply chain, all of that. We maybe, I hope, Bill, go back to normal where we're at 30 days on market. That would be great, but right. it comes at a cost of an increased equity that's so much that less increased value in sales price that eliminates people from the market right. and the increased interest rates absolutely. that now reduces the affordability yep. and limits more people from the market. Well, absolutely. And when I look at this right now, I put, 22 is going to be a good year. So it's it going to be a great year. I've got all the articles. Yeah, it's going to be. But here's what I am saying. I think where this year we ended with uh, r- roughly 19% appreciation on average sales price. You could end next year with 12. 
Yeah. That's still yeah. a hell of a year. Oh, it's, it's still a, a top, banner. It's a top 10 or 15 ever. It's a um, top 10 or but, 15. But we're going to talk about a finish. lot of stuff. Let's finish with 2022. Do you, and this is, you know, because I'm a mortgage lender and you're a title guy, do you see rates staying the same, going up or going down? I, I truly believe they're going to go up. Uh, I've yeah. been watching that 10-year bond and note, and it sometimes it goes up. It's been ticking back down. But when you see now they're saying five to six increases in the discount rate, yeah, that rate that banks borrow from banks, it wasn't that long ago they were saying, we're going to have any increases till 23. That's what I said at the beginning of the show. <laughs> you know? And that's what I don't like about Jay Powell, folks, the new chairman of the Federal Reserve. He says, no change, no change, no change, big change. Right. And if you look at it, over the long term, typically the 30-year rates will, will track. But if you really want to see what things are going to do, look at the 10-year bond and note. And it is ticking up. It's ticking my, up. My guess, I, I think you could see 4% by the end of the year. That's what I say between 3.75, 4% is still affordable. But do interestingly you, enough, let me throw one thing on that. You know what's interesting? You already talked about it. Purchasing power, we're at 3.1 right now in December on 30-year Freddie fixed, right? Yep. So we're at 3.1. So just that 0.9 increase up to 4%, I ran for numbers right before I came down, that would take the house that you could buy down to $447,000. You'll lose $52,000 in purchasing power, keeping your payments the same. So keeping your payments the same at 1708 is what it came to. Uh, and that's 25% of an $81,000 income. Yeah. Keeping that the same, you're going to lose, by buyers out in that market, roughly $52,000 in purchasing power. Yep, and if your debt ratios are high, which means you've got a lot of debt, that's going to increase the difficulty getting approved. But it's going to be another banning year, Bill. Every single month, I wish we had 40 minutes rather than 10 minutes. Appreciate you. Glad to see you're doing well, and we'll see you back next month for an economic update. You got it. Okay, I'll be back right after these important messages from our sponsors. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show. But to understand the future, we have to go back in time. Back, back in, in time. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk. Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m. Here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m. and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the beat? Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvin. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. You can get a hold of me at 719-330-1457. People on the podcast ask, why is Jay given his number? Well, number one, because if you email me, I'm probably not going to respond. If you put my number in your phone and you text me, I will. I'm a licensed loan originator, licensed in over a dozen states, personally help over 200 families a year at a boutique wealth building level. I teach people how to build equity. I teach people how to build residual income. I teach people how to transition that into wealth that works for you rather than wealth that you have to work for. 
That's the difference between residual income and asset income. I'll give you an example. If you have a rental property, which I have a half a dozen of those, make over $10,000 a month residual income, that is residual, and I have to have input. I've got to get new leases because we manage our own. I've got to fix things. I've got to pay taxes. I've got to do all that stuff. We've got another property in Tennessee that is an asset. It makes us $63,000 a year, $40,000 net, and we don't do anything. We pay someone 30% to pay all the bills, do all the cleaning, do all the changeovers, do all the maintenance, do all the upgrades and everything, and that's what I teach you. And you've got to reach out to me at 719-330-1457 to start the conversation. Of course, you can text me. And today now, as I'm continuing the conversation with the uh, real estate review of 2021, I just want to read through a couple of statistics and numbers here from the actual year, and these are right on the economic monthly statistics from Bill McAfee at Empire Title, comes on my show every single month. The most incredible thing is, is this, as I'll get to the bottom line up front, is that this is for every single community that I advocate across the United States. Here's a newsflash. You're not going to see Peoria, Illinois on the top of the appreciation chart because that city is flat or actually down from last year. But let me take a sidestep here real quick and read with you some numbers nationally. Colorado Springs ranks about the 14th market out of 100, and that's at an 18.4% median price increase, 18.6. Folks, essentially it's 20% because I do a separate conversation on all neighborhoods and zip codes are not created equal. And here's an example. I bought a house in the Broadmoor neighboring with Ivy Wild for $220,000 in March of 2017, a 1,300-square-foot house. Just in December, that house was valued at $440,000. So, yeah, we might see 18.4, 18.6 statistical reporting appreciation. But in the great neighborhoods, I had a neighbor, I had a house that appreciated 100% in less than five years. That's more than 20% a year for the last five years. Now, that's not the norm. It's typical if you work with me to see what neighborhoods and what zip codes to focus on. But nationwide, ranked 14. Would you guess number one appreciating city in United States as far as real estate goes last year? Austin, Texas. Thank you, Tesla. They shifted everything over in that super fab facility. Now Elon Musk is shipping the headquarters over there saying sayonara to California. But number two is Naples, Florida. Listen how many Florida cities are on that. 32% and the median house in Naples is now 640000 33.5% appreciation on Austin, and now their median home went below, went above Colorado Springs, $498,400. The, the next one for me is obvious. I've been talking about it all the time. Boise, Idaho, median home price now there is $480,000, so $480,800. That was a 31% increase. Ocala, Florida, 29% went all the way up to a whopping 240000 The Punta Gota, Florida, sorry, man, I can't pronounce these, 26% up to um, $325,000. Here's another real popular one, Salt Lake City, went up 26%, 500 k Phoenix, 
almost ready to tap out of Arizona. A lot of real estate agents and investors have said 25% increase, 429,000 is their median. You got Sebastian Beach, Florida. Now this is the third city, 27%, 330,000. Port St. Lucius is 24%, 343,000. You get what I mean, boom. Colorado Springs is at 450,000 at 18.4%. So going down through, you see what things are comparatively happening in other communities. But for just Colorado Springs last year, we're talking last January in 2021, the median price was 385000 But one year earlier in January of 2020, that same house was only 336. In February, that jumped all the way up to 403,000 last year from a previous of 341. And then in March, we're like, we can't believe this. Colorado Springs has consistently have a median price over 400 at 410,000. The previous March, a year ago of 2020, you could buy a house for only 352,000. That was a 14%, 18%, and 16% increase, respectively. It's not like you're going fast on a motorcycle without a helmet. You're going fast on a motorcycle without a helmet, and you put lighter fluid and one of those flares. You're on fire. This goes above 20%, and it's almost like a uh, oven top. It's too hot to touch. Now, in same comparison by quarter, watch this. After the pandemic started to loosen up a little bit, folks, Last year in April, it jumped up again considerably from where we were shocked it was 410000 and it didn't settle down. It jumped all the way up to a median price of 425000 That was an 18% increase from 360000 the year before in 2020. In May of 2020, you could buy a house median price 350000 May of last year, 432000 folks. That was it the first month. We had a 23.5% increase month over month. And that's because there was that pent-up demand coming out of COVID-19. And then in June of 2020, Whistling Dixie, <laughs> walk right into the summer, no problem, buy a house for 360000 Last summer, remember, you're running as fast as you can, just like Wiley T Coyote, and you get smacked with a two-by-four when prices went up 25% in one month to where the median price in Colorado Springs hit 450. And you get my point. In 2021, July, August, and September of last year, it went 450 and 450, and finally, in September, it settled down to 440,000. But that was a 19%, an 18%, and a 14%, respectively, from the year before. And, of course, the fourth quarter was no different. We really maintained at 446, 450,000 through October, November, and December. And if you look at some of the articles here in support of this, everybody knows that it was a banner year. And why was it a banner year? And is there going to be a bubble? And, Jay, my God, can you help? Yes, I can help you. This is exciting. Hey, get this. Call me, and if you have $50,000 to put down on a house, I can help you buy a $400,000 house, and I promise you I'll turn your $50,000 into $100,000 in one year with my guidance. I'll help you double your money, and you don't have to gamble, and you don't have to sit on the top of a pyramid in a scheme. You actually just buy a piece of property. Oh, by the way, with a fixed 30-year mortgage at 3.6%, where the bank takes a majority of your leverage. But if you look at this here, Colorado Springs, 
will again be one of the top housing markets here in 2022. That's because we had a good year. Again, they're predicting us to be in the top 14. That's actually from the uh, Gazette with Rich Layden, a great business writer there. Hot housing market forecasted for the next year. I'll go into those details as well. But the most important thing that I wanted to touch base on here before I go in to the big takeaways is Jay is a bubble coming. And I want you to understand, first, just call me at 719-330-1457. I'll give you 15 minutes to 30 minutes of my time for free. If you have an interest to learn more of this in an investment property class and you already own a home. Newsflash. First-time home buyers and prospective home buyers should not be in an investment property class. You should be in a first-time home buyer class. So you call me at 719 719- Three three zero one four five seven. But the stock market, as we're seeing it adjusting dramatically, it's down now below thirty five thousand. See, the market is a bubble, and it pops. But real estate is not a bubble; it's bubble wrap. See, you can have Detroit, Michigan, or Peoria, Illinois, or anywhere else, America, and have that market pop. But it doesn't affect Colorado Springs or Boise's or Austin's, or whatever, because we have other factors coming in. Colorado Springs, which I'll read in the next segment, has so many features that are still attracting people. The demand is going up far faster than it is in Indianapolis, than it is in Knoxville, Tennessee, than it is in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Go Packers tonight, baby! San Francisco's got their work cut out for them. So, back to the show, I digress, is that Colorado Springs has so much supply and demand that's off balance. We have 40-year-old millennials, 87 million millennials that are turning 40 after 2021 going into 2022, and the demand, the limit of the supply doesn't matter. If rates go up a little bit, we're still going to have a great market, and I believe you're going to have a better chance of accessing it if you have some things, good credit, a good capacity to earn, and a little bit of collateral and down payment. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to go into the power segment, and then we're going to finish up our conversation of real estate in review for 2021. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I'll be back after these important messages. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pop you up. for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvin's host of the Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk. I'm also a licensed loan originator, not only in Colorado, but I'm also in Tennessee. We're Churchill Mortgage. We are a team member and employee-owned company called an ESOP Employee Stock Ownership Plan. Is out of Brentwood, Tennessee, licensed there, but also do a lot of business and licensed in Florida, licensed in South Carolina, in Oklahoma, licensed in New Mexico, and of course, Colorado, but also Wyoming, Montana, 
So you can give me a call. All of these states we're adding as we speak, Missouri and Arizona. There's plenty of places that I can help you. But today I'm talking about a real estate review of 2021. Of course, I started this with the the top markets in the entire country. Rattle off a couple of those. It's amazing. Nice to live in Austin, Texas, where they're appreciation last year was 33%. That's not all that healthy. Naples, none of these cities here are from California, New York, or Illinois, or Michigan. You're not going to get your deep blue woke states that are taxing and pushing everybody down. Look at just listen how many of these states are politically conservative states and economically conservative states as opposed to liberal states. You'll really like Governor DeSantis when you hear this. Austin, 33%. Florida, bing, 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 Naples, 32%, Boise, Idaho, 31%, Florida, bing, 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 Ocala, Florida, 29%, Punta Gorda, Florida, 27%, bing, bing, Salt Lake City, Utah, Phoenix, Arizona, uh, Salt Lake is 26%, Phoenix, 25%, you're getting, you know, Sebastian Beach, Florida, bing, 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 another one, Port Lucia, Florida, bing, 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 that's 27%, 24%. I mean, five of the top ten are in Florida. But Colorado Springs and the Pikes Peak region is 18.4%. And I just gave you examples of how within town I'm showing houses that appreciated 24 to 30% based on their zip code or their neighborhood that did 24 to 27%. But that's a separate show. My talk on all zip codes and neighborhoods are not created equal. But I tell you, it doesn't matter what's created equal in this. So basically, my predictions and my forecasts into 2022 are simple. All of these articles that if you read and reference that I have in front of me, hot housing market forecasted again in Colorado Springs. It says right here, a real estate agent, this is through the Gazette predicts that we're going to have a 12 to 16% increase in values again. You've got Realtor.com that predicts Colorado Springs is going to be 5.2 to 10.2. I'm going to predict that it's going to be 12% on average for every zip code and neighborhood in the Pikes Peak region, El Paso County, and Colorado Springs. You call me at 719-330-1457. I'll give you this forecast for at least 24 to 30 cities, and I'll tell you what some of the hottest cities are. I'm going to be looking into that next week. But that means if you go and buy a $450,000 house in Colorado Springs and you put $50,000 down, I'm virtually guaranteeing you that by Christmas of next year, that's going to be a $500,000 house. And you tell me what 401k, what stock fund can go from 50000 to 100000 in 12 months. Plus, you get to call a place your own. Now, if you're a military member, I can help you get that with no money down. If you don't have more than 5% down, I'm going to have to work with you in more detail, and there's limited amount of time. I'm telling people that if you're a first-time home buyer and you're a cash-tight buyer, you better call me now because not only are rates going to be higher, but the door or the window of opportunity is going to close sometime in the third or fourth quarter of next year. That's how much time you have. And if you're listening, that's why I'm going to be doing a show on buy now, retire later. That's why in that same show I'm going to talk about buy now, create a legacy later. That same show I'm going to talk about buy now, pay for education later. And you say, Jay, what are you talking about? 
If you think you're going to retire in the next five years, you better call me right now at 719-330-1457. Because if you're going to downsize in Colorado Springs, now you can get that house for 450000 Five years from now, it's going to be five hundred fifty to 575000 You're going to lose ground. See, buy now for 450000 Have it as an investment property. When you downsize and go into it, you might not be able to afford it in five years. So buy it now, and you'll make $150,000 at least just by making different decisions in advance and being proactive rather than procrastination and let that take over. Same thing. I have friends right now that I'm helping purchase that are buying investment properties now that they know seven years from now are going to be their adult children because they know their adult children won't be able to afford a house in Colorado Springs in five years. The same way, I'm buying a house in my son's college town because I know it's going to appreciate so much in four years that my equity increase is going to pay for his six-figure college. So the forecast for 2022 is that houses are going to appreciate 12%. Interest rates are going to go up from like 3.25 up to 3.75 if we're lucky. I don't predict higher than 4%, but it's going to be somewhere in between. And I predict more of you than ever are going to call me at 719-330-1457 to just have me walk you through the process. And the process is not difficult. This is what it is. You need three things to buy real estate. And I don't care if that is a first-time home buyer. I don't care if that's a move-up buyer or whether that is an investment property buyer single family, even multifamily. You need to have a discussion about your credit, your capacity to earn, and your collateral or your down payment. For people that are refinancing, that collateral is your equity. I've helped so many people do extreme makeover mortgages where you eliminate all your unsecured debt, you start to put more money aside in your emergency reserve, and then you even pay your house off faster. But for this example, you have to have really a 680 to 780-point credit score. With the capacity to earn, you have to have a regular job for at least two years. You have to have enough income with a limited amount of debt with the purchase of the house so you're not spending more than 45% of your gross income. So if you make $5,000 a year and you've already got $2,000 of bills with your cars, your credit cards, and your school loans, you're not going to buy a house. That's where I'm going to help you get out of debt. And then thirdly, you have to have a down payment. And every year that becomes more and more. So the earlier we talk, the better it will be. But to end on a really solid note, this is what I want to share with you. Units sold in Colorado Springs increased 5% last year. So there's going to be new inventory out there, folks. And I don't care if you're in Denver, Colorado, or you're in Fort Collins, or you're in Green Bay, Wisconsin, or you're in Tampa Bay, Florida, or in Knoxville, Tennessee, or Indianapolis there's going to be continued inventory. We're getting further away from COVID-19. We're getting kicked in the teeth right now here with the Omicron variant, which prior to this year, people called the head cold, where you get sick and now more people are getting sick. It's starting to eradicate the entire virus just by everybody being naturally immunized. And this too shall fall. When we go in, I pray for a light winter and we go into summer, Building departments are going to open. Supply chains are going to open up. They have to, or inflation will kill us. Now, I'm not going to finish the show with it here, but you can go on and find another podcast 
that I just did three weeks ago that says stay ahead of inflation in 2022. That can help you. But the thing that I want to share with you the most is that you can own a home. You can help your adult children own a home. The number one thing that limits Americans, and a lot of Americans own home, more than 64% of us, but the reason it's not 74% is because Americans lack courage. I can help you build courage. There's only like 14 million Americans that have investment properties, and a majority of those are accidental investors. There's less than 5 million Americans that intentionally have three or more investment properties. And the reason more people don't do it is because you lack courage. And I can help you with that courage. And all that's going to do is not add more stress to your life. It's going to give you more options with eliminating your debt, balancing your budget, providing for your children, giving to a good cause, and going into retirement. Nothing more than that. And as I state at the end of every single show, Go grow and prosper and tell someone close to you that you love them because the house you buy this year isn't even going to matter. It's the freedom. It's the peace of mind. It's your memories with your loved ones. And if you've not found your passion, calling, and purpose in life, give me a call, 330-1457, 719-330-1457. I'll help you find it because that passion I found through you, the radio, podcast, video listener, I would serve you to help you do better because you add value to me. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Jay Garbage. If you got a problem, don't care what it is. You need a hand, I can assure you this. I can help. I got two strong arms. The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio.